Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonics Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit FindRealRelief.com. That's FindRealRelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to FindRealRelief.com. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Will. And it's Griff. In today's episode, we're going to be covering some NBA playoffs with uh, one series currently over. I'm sure you guys can take a guess already or already know who it already is. Um, we're talk a little bit about the Celtics. We got some recent news that happened today as the day of recording. Um, NHL playoffs, a little Red Sox talk, and NFL season predictions, NFC South and AFC South. Let's do it. So- with the third pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. start things off with the NBA um we'll start things off right with the Celtics because as tape recording it's Wednesday we're just gonna have one episode this week mm-hmm. um so we lost in five to the Nets no surprise there no surprise we're all, we're all prepared that happened uh Tuesday night yep right. so um last night and then last night um and we wake up this morning and Danny Ainge is retiring Brad Stevens is now GM and president of basketball operations, and we need a new head coach. (laughs) We do need um, a new head coach. So Brad's going to be, like you said, the president of basketball operations, um, which I believe he's also going to be the general manager, as Ainge was. Um, So I, I honestly, like, I was expecting one thing to happen, either Brad not being the head coach anymore or Ainge not being the president of basketball operations. But I was not expecting for Ainge to retire and for Brad to step up into that role because I thought he was kind of just like a coach-only type of guy. 
Yeah, I I was kind of on the same page as you. I was expecting, honestly, I think I was expecting more of Danny Ainge retiring. Same. Because they were talking about, obviously, um, health reasons, too, and obviously wanted to be with, like, his family and everything like that. They had the presser. They, it just finished. It's 12.50. Um, it finished maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes ago. So they were just asking some questions. There was nothing that, like, serious that actually got answered that everyone was kind of hoping. Mm-hmm. It was just your the normal questions like right. that, and they didn't really talk about anything other than Brad moving up and Danny retiring. Pretty much, like that was kind of it. Yeah, um, not much about who like is potentially going to be a head coach. Yeah, what the plan is. Um, there is some rumors. Uh, one, um, before we start into the coaching rumors, there was um, probably um, Daryl Morey, but. NBA Central said uh, if we wanted to trade Kemba, um, he is a no longer considered to have value anymore. Oh, goodness. Which, yeah, which is not really what we want to see. Well, let me see what, exactly what they said because that's not really like verbatim. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has he's a negative asset. So, so basically what I said, and we need to attach picks to move him. So Kind of like worse than what you said. Yeah, that like, like that's even asset. like honestly, like, I'd rather he's gonna have go to a team and be a negative mix. asset. Yeah, like he's gonna go to a team and he's gonna like be bad for them, is what they said. Yeah, which, on that big cap, Kemba's getting old and his knees are pretty bad, which is like sad to see because Kemba, Kemba was nasty. Like Kemba know, was like, so good, he just left the Hornets way too late. The, yeah, that's that's the thing, and. Also, like you see, still he has glimpses, and I feel like a full year, I mean, full off season gets ready healthy. I think he can turn things around. It's just his time right. spans low. Be a solid for, for that for that turnaround he, is going to be is going to be tough to make that full turnaround. I I think there'll be still some value in him. Like not saying right. that because I'm a but, Celtics fan, because you can see it watching the games. He still does right. amazing things. Like he's never going to be an all star again. Mm-mm. And it's pretty obvious to see. And that's why a point guard, especially a young or a point guard who's like everybody, when you think of point guard, you think of fast, um, young, like fun, like Kemba's still fun and he shows glimpses of that, but he's not young. So like everybody right now wants a young point guard. They want someone like a LaMelo. Um, they want someone that can like move, that can have high energy and be young and like Kemba can bring you energy. Uh, he led the league in charges, which was actually kind of a surprising stat. Um, but like Kemba's just not Kemba anymore. He's now a veteran point guard. Jeff Teague in his like last few years with the Hawks, like that's kind of where Kemba's reaching right now. He's falling out of his prime and soon he will be completely out of his prime. Yeah, there's um, so like I it's, said, it's I think be... he has like maybe two, three years left. Like that sec, like that half of that second into the third oh, like year, I think is basketball. when. Yeah, like after like All Star break, second year, it's either gonna he's either gonna come like there's very few players that revive careers out of the blue because it's kind of like a similar situation with Mike Conley, kind of just coming on the Jazz and 
becoming an all-star. Obviously, I think he was uh, yeah. it called? Um, a fill-in, but he participated in three-point contest. He's never known for, like, shooting like that. Sorry about that. Uh, we had quick, like, connection issue. There's a little cut there. Um, we left off on Kemba, but we're just going to move on. Um, yeah. Celtics need a coach. Uh, there has been some rumors. I think it was um, – what's it called? It's um, – can't really get it out. It's uh, right. the Lakers uh, assistant. Oh, there you go. I know is one of them. Okay. Um, um, I I have a list. <laughs> I have a list of four potential head coaches. If you're interested in hearing that, yeah, I have a funny, I have like a funny tweet kind of after too. Not really funny, but it was right. weird. Starting off, uh, number one, um, Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, Lloyd Pierce, mm-hmm. who was um part of that rebuild operation in Atlanta. Um, but he did lose the locker room in Atlanta. Um, remember he, he started as the head coach this year in Atlanta. Everybody wanted to fire him. Um, number three, Jeff Van Gundy, who has not been a head coach since, um, the Tracy McGrady and Yelming Rockets, but he is a reliable option. Um, and number four is, uh, Kenny Atkinson. Who uh, took his first head coaching job in 2016 with the Nets, um, taking over a terrible team, um, and he re-signed March of 2020 after the team transformed following the signing of Kyrie KD, and he's currently in Los Angeles. Is that the guy that you were talking about? Yes. Or no, no, no. He's he's on the Clippers bench. He's he's the Clippers. No, the I was talking about um kid. Oh, you were talking about kid. Okay. Yeah, I just couldn't think. I was getting everyone confused for a second. Let's hear the funny tweet, Will. Um, so Evan Turner tweeted out 43 minutes ago, the rumors and speculations about me being the next head coach of the Boston Celtics are absolutely false. <laughs> and Why would Evan Turner be our head coach? <laughs> I don't know. And then Tatum, Tatum responded, was hoping they would be true. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Why would Evan Turner be our head coach? Also, um, Another rumor is Chauncey Billups possibly making his way into the coaching world. Oh, Chauncey. Um, I don't know how I'd feel about that one. Honestly, I feel like it wouldn't be a bad option. I feel like it would be cool. I just want, like, a coach that has some experience. Yeah, I'd like experience, too. Because, like, honestly, I think, like, Chauncey would be a good coach. I think just has a good basketball mind. Yeah, but like I want to see. Well, that like first. in terms of like ex- ex- experience, right. in terms of experience, like we, we kind of need that. We're we're. This is such an awkward like phase. Like yeah, I, it's like because it's almost unreal because we're not rebuilding. So like usually teams rebuilding, you need a coach because you want right, a coach to exactly. rebuild. We don't need a rebuilding coach. We just need someone to take with what we have and elevate us forward. We, yeah, we need a coach that is like ready to coach not like here to like learn things you know like because there's two positions a team can be in for a former player to be a coach with no experience and that's if you have three superstars on your team and your name is Steve Nash (laughs) or if your team isn't really that good but has those has like one piece and is just missing out on the playoffs 
that would be like a good time to bring in like a nice young former NBA player for coach. But like, that's not where we are. We're like in the middle to the top of the pack, obviously we're the seventh seed, but we're middle to top of the pack in skill and talent and being an NBA team in general, we need like an actual coach. Like we, we can't have next year be a trial year because we are in win now mode. We have, a superstar in the making in Jason Tatum. We have a great two man in Jalen Brown. Um, we're going to try to move Kemba. I'm guessing I heard we might even be trying to move smart, which at this point does not seem like a terrible idea for the team. Um, because with the move of Marcus smart, Marcus Spar is like our obvious leader. Like he's our captain, right? Yeah. But like he, like, yeah. Without Marcus smart, that's going to have, that's going to force Jason Tatum to kind of move into that role and kind of be a bigger piece than the superstar that he already is. Cause right now he's a superstar. He goes out, he gets his buckets. Right. But what a real superstar does is he leads the team, but Jason Tatum isn't the leader of the team. He's not the guy in the locker room like Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown are. He's not the guy that'll co get you guys pumped up. You know, he goes and gets his as a superstar so honestly, without Marcus Smart, that would mean Jalen Brown, who we can already see will step up, but we really need Jason Tatum to realize that he needs to step up and be that guy in the locker room and be that guy to get the other guys on the bench and on the court going with him because he's going to be on. And now if he's in charge of getting other people on, he's going to be a whole different like animal on the court. And that's what superstars do. But with Marcus Smart on the team, Jason Tatum doesn't feel the need to go out there and be, like, that guy that has to go get, like, his players going, like, has to go get his teammates going. He's just out there to get his. And it was pretty obvious, like, yeah, he dropped 50, he dropped 40. He's a he's a superstar. Like, he's amazing. He's going to be an all-star for years and years to come. But once he figures out that he's going to be a leader – and once he begins to lead, that's when you're going to see the Celtics be the one seed, be the two seed, be the three seed. Once Jason Tatum figures that and he fills into that role, and I think the easiest way to do it right now is to let go of Marcus Smart. Yeah, I I think I, like what you said about Jason Tatum needing to fill into that like role, obviously, if or when and how we get rid of certain players, Marcus Smart, whoever – Whatever happens, I think, like, mentally, I think he's right there. Yes. Like, I, I think I think just the way he, like, the way he is about himself. You know what I mean? Because right. he doesn't really say too much about himself dropping, like, tons of points and stuff like that. Like, obviously, he knows he's still very young. So, he's, like, he, he's obviously excited for himself in a way. Seeing that, like, in mm-hmm. two years, he's going to hit his – Hit hit early prime possibly, right? And like that's like crazy. Like I mean, I think he's starting to hit his early prime right now. Yeah, like I think like he like every like, and then once he's like in the the real prime where like things start to feel like the same, like my fade, I know exactly how it should feel, and it's gonna go in every single time, kind of mm-hmm. prime because that's the type of player he just is, right? And that, that was what was so special about, like, 
Um, I'm not going to name like the obvious superstars like that everybody knows, like Kobe and LeBron and stuff like that, because they've been leaders. Like they came out leading their team because they come, they came out of uh, high school. Yeah, both of them actually. They came out of high school and they were already the best player on that team. They were the best player on the Cavs, the best player on the Lakers. So, honestly, the perfect comparison, I can see it too, because we know Jason Tatum, he came out, Isaiah was the guy. Like, Isaiah mm-hmm. was our guy, and then Kyrie was our guy. Um, I don't understand. So, I honestly. All right, sir. Um, so, yeah, no. Isaiah was our guy, Kyrie was our guy, and now Jason Tatum's our guy. Compare that to Paul Pierce. Like, I know I always say it, and he is a Celtic, so it kind of matches up very well. Paul Pierce originally just went out and he got his, right? And mm-hmm. we had other pieces on that team in the late 90s and then early 2000s. Like, we had um, – who was Walker? What's his first name? Antoine Walker. He, Antoine. he was an all-star at the time. We didn't really have a big superstar leader. And then you saw Paul Pierce start to fill into that role. And in the early 2000s, we were making the playoffs. We weren't the best team. It's kind of like how we are right now. Once he starts to fill into that leader role, he gets the whole team with him. Boom, we add a few more pieces. We added KG. We added Ray Allen. And we go out, we win a championship. Like, that's just kind of what we need to do. That's what we're starting to see in Jason Tatum right now. He's going to come. He's going to fill into that role. We're going to have to let go of a few pieces, but that's going to allow us to gain some more valuable pieces. And it's going to be dangerous for the rest of the league because with Jason Tatum, not only being a superstar, but being the leader of the team, that's just a whole different ball club. Because we can't have Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, we love him. He's been our, like, captain quote-unquote captain for many years many many years we love his hustle we love his defense we love his heart we love everything about Marcus Smart except for when we see him miss a lot of threes um but he can't be the leader of a championship team because the leader of a championship team has to be your best player and if not your best player your second best player who is also an all-star so Jalen Brown we have seen him get on kids or not kids, obviously they're in the NBA, get on people in the locker room. We've seen, I mean, which is, I like, you think it's locker room issues, but people like Jalen Brown and hopefully soon Jason Tatum. We, you remember in the bubble when we lost a few games and there was like a big quote unquote fight in the locker room and it was Jalen Brown. Yeah. Well, on, like they said, like it was a fight, but it wasn't a fight at each other. It was a fight to get everyone to just, like pay attention and like let's bring it in together it wasn't a fight like you blew the game like no one's bickering at each other because they blew the game no one cares who blew exactly but but like the the guys that need to get on people and that's what Jalen Brown did he's getting on his guys like we need to step it up right now we need to go we're a good team and we're not playing like it now imagine if your best player is saying that because your best player is going out there and he's giving you 50, but he's giving you 50. And yeah, you, and you go and out and you have 13 points and you're supposed to be having 20. And now you lose the game 
Jason Tatum just played his heart out. You know he's already an all-star. You know he's getting paid. He's playing to win now because he's already paid. He already has his endorsements. He already has his contract. He wants to win, and you should want to win too. Now that your guy who's getting paid maybe $10 more than you, he's mad at you. You're not mad at him. He's mad at you because you're not playing while he's getting paid millions more. That's going to be a big, big difference than when Marcus Smart gets on you. Yeah, 100%. And I was going to say the same thing. I didn't really want to, like, go out and say Paul Pierce because I didn't know how that would, like, it it translates the same way because both Celtics, everyone, same type of leader, same type of role, similar type of player. Some might, some might see, you can see it a little bit. It's a, it's a similar type of style with a little bit more, a little bit more swagginess to it. I would say a little bit more flair. Um, I think what you said, if Jason Tatum says that into the locker room, it brings out the best in other players, but that also not only brings out the best in other players that helps develop the younger guys, because we have a lot of younger talent on this team that, isn't aware of what they can actually do. Like, like Neesmith this year, I remember like his improvement from the first 10 games to the last 10 games, he was a solid role player. And he, he was, was making very his shots. Role player making and his like, we yeah. saw that coming. Like, obviously I think expectations rose for Neesmith once Pritchard came out and took off, mm-hmm. but he's exactly. a different type of player. Cause he's right. from Oregon. They're, they're breeding players for years and they're going to come into the league and, and they're going to come in and be ready. Yeah. And they're going to come in and be ready. And then you're going to get your first round draft pick. That's like a one or two year player that needs that NBA work to most become likely the player. Still a, yeah. Most likely still a teenager. Yeah. That needs that NBA work to become the next level player. And they see that because if you see like some of the other schools, if someone who stays for four years, they digress. Right. Which is not what you want because it, it's very weird in, in like those whole rules and everything like that with draft and stuff like that, that everyone's making. That's why I think the G league thing is perfect because there's sure. no room for digression. You're already playing NBA players. There's You're already, already playing NBA, NBA talent. Right. That, that have, been hurt possibly or whatever playing there and trying to like move back up. But you're playing people who, who are similar to you. They're on the same wavelength as you. You, you can relate to them because you're all there together. Right. And the thing is that like with the G- whole G league thing, I totally agree. It's a good thing, but it's also kind of an issue sometimes because you don't know what's going to happen in college. Um, the thing is you have to, think about with Aaron Neesmith and Peyton Pritchard is like you said, Peyton Pritchard's 23 years old. Like that's the same age as Jason Tatum and Jason Tatum's going to be entering his fourth year. So that's why we kind of had high expectations for both of them. Once Peyton Pritchard started balling out, Peyton Pritchard's a grown man. Like Peyton Pritchard's 23 years old. Like he's been drinking for three years, like legally. (laughs) Like, so when, kind of this high hopes for Aaron Neesmith. He's the best shooter in the draft, all of this. He comes on and he, he already sees Peyton Pritchard balling out. He kind of feels a little bit of competition, but doesn't really know what to do. Cause he's like, at the same time, he's a little bit older than me. So I don't really know what to do. And Marcus Smart, I for sure, Marcus Smart was on him all year. But at the same time, you think of like Marcus Smart and Mayor Neesmith, they can, I don't think they have that much of a pay gap. And I think, in my opinion, in my head, 
that a player that's getting paid ten million to go out and play basketball, when he, somebody gets on him on that team that's getting paid fifteen million, obviously they're gonna be like, yeah, I need to play harder. But when somebody that's getting paid thirty million that's already set for life for life is out there getting on him because you can already tell Jason Tatum, he's set for life. The money is already there. The money will be there for the rest of his life. He doesn't even need to win. He doesn't need to win, but he wants to win, you know? Yeah. Like, he's not he's not playing for a contract anymore. No, I, I was just going to say. playing to win. The, the contract thing's already done. Both. both he's already got guys, his contract. Both right. of our guys' contracts are over. They're, they're playing to win. And, yeah. And – you can see the difference. Oh, obviously, we don't hear a lot from Jalen Brown. I'm going to be honest. We don't hear – I don't really see a lot of interviews and stuff like that. Um, but, like, you can see when he's on the bench and he's fidgeting, you, you can clearly see, like, he doesn't have to say much and we know what he already means. Right. So, yeah, there's nothing there. But, like, Tatum's, like, talking about, like – we hear a bunch of stuff, different podcasts, whatever, interviewing him, different places, whatever. He's talking about winning. He literally – nothing else he doesn't he's like oh yeah I, he's like like he'll joke around and be like yeah i had 60 that game like in like he, yeah. he knows what he does like all players know what they do that's not like but he won't go out there and just say it which is which is awesome because you can clearly tell that he's not there to like okay i'm dropping 60 and there and yeah and like i don't i don't care what and you the can't, score and is you like, can't argue with me because the, right i don't care it doesn't matter like i'm dropping 60 no, kind of like a brad Beal type thing in my opinion or yeah. actually the prime example russell westbrook yeah and lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. And, and something like that, I think, because you can see he just clearly wants to win, which is awesome right. as a fan because it's like that's what we just want. And um, something that was um, they talked about in the uh, the presser today that I thought was, I mean, it's a it's a little obvious, but um, it was uh, it was Wick um, and Brad. Wick was talking about Brad, and everyone was like, he was like, me and Brad is like we're getting eighteen or we're die trying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's like what you want to like hear. Right. Like no yeah, one no. said that. Like no one said that the last like five, six years. That's facts. Like we like, like we won 17. We're like, it's all about 18. And it's and all then, about 18. And then it's all about it's been 18, all about 18 right? for like almost 10 years now. It's gonna be almost 10 years now. It's actually it's gonna be 10 years since all about 18. 2022. Dude, it's, it's it's been over 10 years, bro. Well, we, well, we, yes, it's been over 10 years, but like 2012 was the last time we really we felt all in, about 18. Yeah, 
Right. That's facts. Like since we since we genuinely thought that we like we're gonna win 18 and since we felt like we like needed it, you know? So it's like a whole thing of like need. Like when when we had Isaiah's Celtics with Avery Bradley and I know we don't like Jay Crowder, but Jay Crowder was a very, very monumental piece of that team energy wise. Um they wanted it. Like they couldn't get it because yeah. It was Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, and Jay Crowder. They couldn't get it, but they went oh, not even 110, 150% every single game of the regular season, every single game of the postseason, every single minute that they were on the court, they went 150% because they knew what they were playing for. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact Isaiah Thomas and Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder knew that they weren't the best team in the league because it was pretty obvious they don't have the best players in the league. Isaiah obviously was top five MVP race in 2016. Isaiah Thomas was five, nine, bro. Isaiah Thomas was five inches shorter than me, than me. Don't even get me started on the rest of the NBA. They knew where they were as a team and they didn't care. Like they just balled out. They went as hard as they could, but now we're there as a team. Like we're there, we're a piece away. And we're not playing like that right now. Like we need someone to bring energy. We're, we're, if if we're, your superstars we're a bring energy, playing it's like a team away. Right. Exactly. And and that's not and that's not even because we don't even we're playing. Honestly, it's the way the season started out. I can't bring excuses like obviously pandemic and stuff like that, limited practices and all that other BS because that's all that's been talked about the whole first half of the season, things started lightening up, practices became a thing, stuff like that, like, happened. But, like, that first half to gel wasn't there because we we, we played decent first half. We we ended even. So we started halfway through. We started at all-star break with a brand-new schedule. We could have jumped out the gate, brand-new team. That was the the opportunity. That was the match. Mm -hmm. Obviously, seeing the Nets, it's a little demoralizing every single night knowing that the Nets have three superstars or not even three anymore. They have four, technically. Blake is is still a star. Like, we can't forget that. And knowing that there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, you can't think about that every night, but it's got to be in the back of your mind because them and the Sixers are taking over the East. Mm-hmm. And then the Bucks and are just a great team. And Bucks then, are a great team. And and perfect moving into the playoffs now. We're gonna see that coming up next. We lost to the Nets. They're playing the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think the Bucks have the best chance of beating the Nets as a team because, yeah. like, I'm gonna be honest, we are not an actual team team. We don't play no. like a team. We just have a lot of great guys going out all at different times. Right. Um. But. Before we go into the playoffs, a few things. Um, a lot is actually happening in the basketball world today. I don't actually understand why. Um, it's just everything's happening. Um, Joel Embiid has a small meniscus tear in his right knee. Um, team says he is day-to-day. Um, I think that's a little bit of um, hope. I, I think yeah, he's done for the for series, sure. if I'm going to be honest. That, like. depending on how bad the small tear is, but it's still your meniscus and you still tore it somehow. So um, that, that's a, that's a big problem for the 76ers knowing that they actually started playing more of a team than, uh, than just kind of like Embiid himself. Right. And that's going to be like, I mean, 
Ben Simmons has to step up really, really big now because you can't rely on Tobias Harris right now. Obviously, he's a bucket, but you're relying on Joel Embiid to guard their best big men and go get 30 points. Like, while Ben Simmons is currently being hack-a-shacked and missing literally almost every single one of his free throws, that's, like, a big issue for Philly. Like, and we've been saying it the whole time. Like, if Joel Embiid gets hurt, you guys are screwed. Yeah, like they 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 are screwed. And um, just really quick, um, Coach K officially announced that he is retiring. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's insane! I actually was not ready for that. Yeah. So right now, North Carolina is in shambles as a whole. Yeah, right. Um, so, I mean, like, good career, I guess. Like, not a big well, actually, dude guy, wait. but. He's retiring not as of right now. He's at the end of this upcoming season. So you know why? He's, he's out of the last round. You know why? Just to, you know respect, just to respect the GOAT. Just to respect the GOAT. You, you know why he's retiring next season and not this one? Why? Because they just signed the top three recruits in this year. <laughs> of course they did. Like, of course they did. Like, that's just, they, like, no, literally. And, and they're still not going to make the tournament. They're still they're not com- going to make the tournament. Well, they're comparing it to Zion's year. They they literally signed one, two, and three. Or, I mean, not not one, two, and three. Two, three, and four. Because um, what's his name? The tall white kid from Minnesota. Two. They're going to ball for a two, and he's not going to do anything. And, he, like, yeah, he's not going to do anything. Actually, he was a great coach. He was a great coach. But, yeah, like, but he's just not going to do anything. Like, right. Mm-mm. But yeah, going back to um, the um, Sixers, they're still in a series. It's three to one. Um, they're on three one watch because of they this. are on three one. Well, and, they were. And I, it was three zero, so I don't know if I can call three one watch. Well, the, it, because of Embiid, and I and I think because yeah. you can see the Wizards take advantage of a team that the Wizards are a team that can utilize their skill set from a team that is down one of their best players Mm -hmm. because like they have Simmons and Tobias Harris and those are two really good players well Tobias Harris is a really great player in the playoffs in the playoffs yeah and then Ben Simmons is just a good player all around like that's what he does and then Embiid is an MVP candidate this year so you lose your MVP candidate he was out halfway through the basically the series ending game for the 76ers and then right. and then wizards come back and win they play tonight he's out tonight indefinitely mm-hmm. and it could and i'm gonna i'm gonna guess th- they'll definitely tie it up and then he's gonna try to play game seven and then it's it's gonna be a battle and then I, I don't even know what's going to happen. Game seven's anyone's game. Because if you have Westbrook and Beal dropping 30 a piece, right? they're going to win the game. Like, yeah. There's no one really on the 76ers that's doing so that. Like, like, that'll, yeah, that'll go get you that many points. They're still like, doing that with a beat. That's yeah, the no, thing. because the way, to, the way to, that the uh, Wizards are going to beat the Sixers is purely just outscoring them on like a complete offensive battle because they can't. I mean, they can probably stop the 76ers, but the 76ers can definitely stop them on defense. Like yeah, if they, if they really, really like are on, on, 
it's going to be a long night for Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers. Like they, they might lose the series. Like it's definitely in the realm of possibility with yeah, Bradley Beal dropping 60 and Russell Westbrook dropping a 35 point triple double. Like I know that's a lot of points and a lot of stats for those two guys, but they do that. And That's they can what they do, do that for three games right now. They can just go out and <laughs> do that for three more games. Season. They've been doing it all season. You don't have anybody to stop Joel Embiid. Like, who do they even have? Who's their center? Like, they're throwing everybody out against Embiid. They're running everybody. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. See, now all they need, because Rui is a fantastic player. I'm going to be honest. He's actually really, really good. I mm-hmm. like him a lot. And he has no matchup against Embiid. Like, no. nobody does. Embiid's just different. And they have they have Re and then um, Davis Pertans is on that team too. Yeah, he runs power forward, and then he runs power forward for centers. They have Robin Lopez, yep. Daniel Gafford, who's kind of underrated in my opinion. He's actually been playing um, pretty well this series yeah. for them. Like he's like he's been that their guy for center. Like right. that's been kind of producing. And they also have uh, Thomas Bryant, who like kind of fell off because he was good for like. He was very underrated for a while, but yeah, yeah like they had to they had to throw the kitchen sink at Joel Embiid, and it was like it doesn't work because it's Joel Embiid, but now they don't have to play against him. Yeah, and this is a whole this is literally it's three to one, but you might as well think of it as zero zero, because <laughs> like like it, in all honesty, this this is the, these NBA playoffs so far have been all interesting. And I mean, I'd say the least interesting would be the Net Celtics. Would be the Net like, Celtics. But th- there were still battles. Like we still battled right. with them. And then like we just kind of gave up because there's like, like we really... might have lost by 40 one night, but like other than that, the other But like games. we but we were still in it for the first three quarters. That fourth right. quarter we just kind of got dismantled. Very bad fourth quarter. But if you look at the scores of the Wizards in 76ers series, if I just like just just to take a quick look. Um all right, so they lost 120 to 95. Then they lost mm-hmm. 132 to 103. Then won 122 to 114. Now those – oh, and then they lost 125 to 118. My bad, I didn't see game one. So all those games, you subtract Joel Embiid's everything from all those games. They're at, they're at least winning – or it's like a three basket game. Yeah. Um, and then you have to factor in rebounds, assists, whatever else he does. Yeah, no, that's right. Because wait, let me let me completely look through it. Trying to be 22. Yeah, there's only one game that if you subtract all his points, they're still in the lead. Yeah, and and I'm assuming that's Game three. That was game two. Game two. He had 22 points and they won by like 25 or 26. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was 120 120 to 95. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting series uh, from here on out. I mean, the series could end tonight. But the series. That's not out of the question. Could also end in a week. The Wizards are moving on. Like, Without Joel Embiid, it's a whole different team. And that's what we've been saying 
with their defensive issues because Ben Simmons, great defender, but like, who is he going to guard now? Is he going to guard? Yeah. Like, is he going to guard Brad Beal? Is he going to guard Russell Westbrook? Like, and if he doesn't guard Brad Beal, um, then Brad Beal's going to go for 60. And if he doesn't guard Russell Westbrook, then Russell Westbrook's going to go for 40. Like, it's, it's, it's. I'm convinced Brad Beal's dropping 30 no matter what. No one's stopping him from dropping 30. That's just like what it is. All right. Once again, I apologize. We had to make another cut. We're actually recording this on a different day due to uh, Wi-Fi difficulties and issues on our parts. Actually, just my parts, to be honest. But we're back at it. It is now Thursday. This video or this podcast is going to be released on Friday. We left off at 76ers Wizards. Um, and all the stuff that we were talking about, Wizards potentially coming back in the series, has all been put to rest because Seth Curry is here. Uh, dropping 30 points in a dub to close out the series. Um, Will, unless you have something else to say about that series, I feel like we already talked about it a lot. I think that we should move on. Yeah, yeah we could just move on. Um, I did not expect that to happen at all, if I'm going to be honest. But I feel like you were more on the side of a seven-game series, and then I was yeah. like, it can either end tonight or it can go to seven, like. Well, I mean, I wasn't really expecting Seth Curry to drop 30 and literally just replace Embiid in terms of points. Because, like, we did the math in terms of, like, points. Yeah. So, like, they just needed one guy to do that. Like, I just didn't think that, like, that would have happened. But, I mean, hey, it was a long shot anyways for the Wizards to win. Yeah, and if uh, Joel Embiid is out for a while, they're going to have some troubles throughout the playoff run. And if he has to deal with that injury throughout the playoffs, it's going to be difficult. Um, but moving on, we have the Nuggets versus the Portland Trailblazers. Um, yep. I actually believe that they are playing at the time of the recording. Yes, they are. Yeah, I got uh, the current score. Yeah, you got it. It's uh, 99 to 93. Trailblazers are up. With about 50 seconds left to go in the third. Okay, so Trailblazers are up by only a little bit. The Nuggets currently have a 3-2 lead, so it could potentially – be a uh, closeout quarter for the Nuggets. You guys will obviously know by the end of this. Um, but as I said, it's a 3-2 lead. Nuggets without Jamal Murray against the Portland Trailblazers. This has definitely been a good series. Um, Jokic has definitely been carrying. MPJ has had a few good games as well. Um, and as we're speaking, Will, the uh, Islanders just scored. Like 2-1 or 1-1? One, 1-1. One. One, one. Okay, yeah, I heard about 1-1. I I forgot to tell you, but... Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, also, the uh, Bruins-Islanders game three is being recorded now, or is being played now at the time of this recording. Um, So we will probably be talking about it throughout the rest of the podcast. Um, But yeah, I mean, Nuggets-Portland, the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, it kind of makes it a little bit more even, but I do like the Nuggets to close out, I'd say, even tonight. Um, if not tonight, they will take it in seven, in my opinion. I just think the Nuggets, I mean, they're the better seed for a reason. Um, they're the better team. They have the MVP of the league. I believe that was actually decided. I think the votes already went through and Jokic won, but I don't think they've actually like announced anything. I got I think it got leaked. Um, for, um, I mean, sorry, yeah. something just played in the background. I like tried to open up like a link for the game. Nobody heard it. Yeah, I know. I just couldn't hear what you said. 
like about Jokic. Oh yeah, no, I was just saying. I just think that um, the Nuggets, even without Jamal Murray, are the better team here. Um, I think that they're the Nuggets will close this out in the next quarter. If not the next quarter, they'll take it in seven. Um, because I mean they don't really have anybody to stop Jokic. MPJ's been on yeah. a tear. Um, even uh, Rivers, Austin Rivers has been playing pretty good on defense. The only issue on the defensive side is really with Dame. Um, but when you have everything going on all cylinders, everybody's firing on all cylinders for the Nuggets, it's very dangerous. I think they take it. Um, yeah, that's all I really got for that series as well. Yeah, I think the Nuggets are going to win that series as well. Um, for sure. I think the only case that they win is if they win tonight and Dame drops like 50, which is possible. Like, that's yeah, not out of the question, stupid. but like, I just think the Nuggets are the better team here. For sure. Um, also, a potential uh, series clinching game for the Suns to beat the Lakers in six. Uh, the Suns currently are up three to two in the series. They play in about 20 minutes, uh, I want to say, from minutes. now. 30 minutes from now, so 1030. Um, I think the Suns close us out. They're back I was, at home. I was, about to, I was about to say, I'm actually interested to see what you think. Are, no, the, the Suns are the Suns are home. This oh no, 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 they're back. Oh yeah, 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 game five. My bad. Yeah, so game six. No, they're away. Oh, actually, that's that brings up an interesting. It's gonna be close, but I think the Suns are actually gonna take this one. So, I think they just um, finish it off here. Actually, I was like on Twitter earlier today. Oh, oh actually, um, is eighty back? That's a big question. I don't even know. I can tell you that actually in two seconds. Yes, he is. He is. I know he is because. This has this coincides with my tweet that I saw today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Hoop Central on Twitter came out with like the starting lineup for the mm-hmm. Lakers today, and it was just kind of pretty much their regular starting lineup. But uh, Gasol is starting instead of Drummond. Um, mm-hmm. And this uh, this Lakers or not Lakers, this LeBron fan account um, called Crackhead Bev, uh, like Pat Beverly said, if you think the Lakers are losing a game six in Staples Center with LeBron and AD, I feel bad for you. So I actually just screenshotted that, and I'm uh, ready for him to delete it after they lose game six, and then I'm going to post it on uh, the Inside the Five account uh, and just kind of kind of attack this man because that's how confident I am in the Suns winning. And if they don't win – I didn't tweet anything out, but you heard it on the podcast. So what are you going to do? Take a snippet of the podcast? Go for it. But I'm so confident in the Suns. I think they're the better team. Uh, you know me. I'm not a big LeBron guy. I'm not a big LeBron believer. Um, he gets away with a lot of stuff. He's not hurt. So after the game, if they lose today and he blames it on something, I think LeBron's 100%. Well, the hundred will be blamed as, on AD because he wasn't fully healthy he, and he well, was forced AD, to play in a close AD game. is hurt. Yes, but like that will be the thing. It's like, oh, we, like he won't say <clears throat> AD. He'll be like, well, you know, we weren't full strength tonight. Yeah. Like in terms of being healthy, like they were full strength, but not full strength as in like their capabilities. So, yeah. I mean, that's like the only thing they could that I see him saying. Um, I heard AD playing in uh basically he's forcing to play in this game he's probably not even like anywhere near healthy enough to actually play this game 
the fact that like if they ruled him day to day and were spectacle about spec they were expecting i don't even know what i'm saying right now um they were they were thinking about possibly playing him and just did it says enough already that he's clearly actually hurt and like he would have played in that game to tie the series or i mean to take the lead right because that's more important than play, than playing in a closeout game. Because now they're tied, and he can take a day off. Because then it could have could have been a closeout game for you guys. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, no, I Lakers. I don't even really like talking about them. We can talk about them. I mean, if they win the series, it's something to talk about. But uh, I'm not really like a believer in this whole. I, I'm a believer in playoff LeBron, but not this year, just because. Every year is a different year. LeBron, I believe, is 36. Um, so he doesn't have too many playoff LeBron years anymore. He's not the best player on the Lakers right now, and it shows. Um, there's just a lot of a lot of different little things that are just showing that the Suns are overall the better team, which makes sense seeing that they're a two seed and the Lakers are a seven seed. Um, Chris Paul has been playing very good, and he's actually been playing injured since game two. I think um, Devin Booker has been putting up some points. DeAndre Jordan, as we've talked about, I believe, has been playing out of his mind, especially in the mm-hmm. first few games. Um, the Suns are just overall a team. They kind of remind me of a college team where they have the one guy, which is obviously Devin Booker or Chris Paul. Um, and then they just got a team around them of shooters, a team that can defend well. They have a good center. They they play like a team. They're, they're just a team. Like they play team ball and that'll get you past the first round for sure. It could potentially get you past the second round, but the teams that win the championships are the teams that play team ball, but have that superstar to really boost you through that, you know? So the, the issue right now is what we've seen with uh, LeBron uh, when he was on the Cavs is you can argue that his team sucked, but they played team ball, you know, like they, they all played together and then they had that superstar to boost through. And they also had Kyrie Irving. Um, it wasn't really the same for the heat. Cause it was kind of just like Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, LeBron. Um, I, I was going to say, I don't even think calling any of the, like the Cavs team that won. I don't think you can call that team a bad team. I'm just saying, like, like, yeah, like I, I like in, in, in my in my in my eyes, that's an invalid argument because Kevin Love was on that team, and Jr. Smith yeah. was actually really good that year. He was very good. They had and then, him. and yeah, they had him too, and they had Richard Jefferson. He's never lost with Richard Jefferson on the team. So, um, also so like that that goes into fact, and he was actually good. And Channing Fry was good that year too. He actually shot really good them in in the closeout games also uh if we're if we're gonna go that deep um i also want to say which which year was this 23 year old braun um when he went to his first finals i don't remember the exact year i want to say it might have been 07 the year before the celtics won it um 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more where he always gets told or everybody is told that it was an awful team. I'm not here to say it was a good team, but I'm not here to say it was a bad team when you have Larry Hughes and Big Z, who literally has his number retired by the Cavs. They had Vergeau, who was a very solid player. Um, Even David Wesley, Shannon Brown, Eric Snow who was a bucket on the 76ers. He was the point guard for AI. Um, they also had uh, Booby Gibson, who was a very, very good guard in his time. Like, I just, yeah, that's like why Braun gets there. Like, you can't, you can't do everything by yourself. And that's not part of the MJ LeBron debate. That's just part of every other person that says LeBron takes really, really bad teams to the finals because he doesn't. And they play like a team, and that's how you win games. And you have the superstar to boost you through. Um, but the issue here yeah. is LeBron isn't really there to boost you through, and they're not playing like a team. So you really don't have either of those major things that you need in the playoffs. That's why they're struggling so much in the first round. That's why they may not make it out of the first round. If they don't make it out of the first round and they get a bad bid in the second round, it's going to be even more difficult. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the only argument there for the bad teams is that those players were, like, not at their, like, peak performance in their career. But, like, but like literally everyone says you have a few veterans on the team. You have a good shot at winning just because of the fact they know how to play in the playoffs. They know how to play. Like, you just, you just get to the playoffs. The hardest part is done. Right. If you have I mean, a it- solid team and good veterans. Okay, so if if the um, Lakers win this, if they come back, they win the next two games, they'll be playing the winner of the Nuggets uh, Trailblazers series. And that I think either of them would be tough, but honestly, easier than the Suns. Yeah, like that's a, like, I'm sorry, but like that's actually like a cakewalk. Like, this is, yeah, like that's actually, that happened last that's year. actually kind of easy. Before, I, that's why I said if, if they get a tough bid, but. Actually, if they get through this one, it, they kind of have an easy bid, and then they'll have to play the Jazz. And I think, I I think the Jazz come out of the West this year. Yeah, no, I, I think they do too. I think and, if anyone, it, it would be the Suns if it's not the Jazz if they make it past the series. Right, and that that brings us to uh, the Jazz series. Who did they close it out last night? Uh, I believe so. Actually, yes. They the did Jazz, yep, they closed out 126 to 110, um, advancing them to the second round. Donovan Mitchell had 30 points. Ja had 27. 
Uh, Jaw also put together seven rebounds and 11 assists. Um, Rudy Gobert had 15 boards. Donovan Mitchell had a double-double with 10 assists as well. Um, Overall, Utah Jazz, a very, very good team. I truly believe they come out of the West. I know Donovan Mitchell isn't like a top five, maybe even top seven player in the league. I don't even know where I would rank him in the league right now. Um, but they do have the pieces. They have Depoy, Rudy Gobert. Um, they've got Mike Conley, who, Will, you actually talked about earlier in the episode. Was that this episode? Yes. We recorded that was, it yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Um, who kind of just found a resurgence here in um, in uh, Utah. They, they have the pieces. Um, and it's pretty obvious. They also have Clarkson and um, Jingles. They... They're overall just a very, very solid team. I can see they're coming out of the West. Um, I don't have them winning the finals, but I do have them winning the uh, West. They will be playing who in the next round? They will be playing the winner of the 4-5, which is the Mavs Clippers, exactly. Sorry, I was trying to remember what that was. Um, so they were tied at two. To, we already, did we already talk about Mavs Clippers, actually? But yeah, we did. We started off with Mavs Clippers. Okay, that's what I thought. The uh, the Mavs actually won last night. Uh, we definitely didn't talk about that because that happened after we recorded. So the yeah. Mavs are up three to two now. Um, so most likely they'll be playing the Mavs. That'll be a real test. Um, and then who knows who they'll be playing in the Western Conference? I think the Western Conference for years has been a, a more difficult conference. I don't know about this year. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't really, I feel like, like even the four or five is kind of a fall through, like, like they're yeah. good teams. They're good teams, but I don't, no, know, how, like, solid teams. I don't know how they're going to hold against like a one or a two seed, depending on what happens here. I mean, and then even um, the Nuggets aren't full strength and they're still playing really well, which is a surprise. Right. But like full strength Nuggets, mm-hmm. then yes, the, I would say they're, I would say it's about be about even. Um, Portland is kind of in a, in the middle. They they don't play great every night, but when Dame plays good, they're a good team. Right. It's and, like really weird. Yeah. No. The West is overall weird. Um. Uh. Let's just say right now who we have winning it all. Who do you have? Just like right um, now. Don't even like look into it. Just name a team. Okay, if I'm not if I'm not gonna actually like break down a little bit, I'm yeah, just gonna not, say the not Nets. a breakdown. You're gonna say the like, Nets. I'm gonna say like the Nets or Jazz. Okay, um, I have um, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, That's a good I, have, I have the Bucks beating the Nets in six uh, in the next round, and then I have them just coasting through the playoffs. Um, I think the Bucks have been playing overall very very good team ball. Um, actually, they remind me more of a college team than um, I said. Who did I say? Was it the Suns? Then I said the, the Suns, Suns did because they are truly the definition of having that guy and having people around him that just truly want to win and truly want to lock up, shoot threes, play a little bit of defense, and play with a lot, a lot of heart. Um, I think the Bucks are the best they've been in years. Um, they've been the one seed, they've been a two seed, now they're a three seed. Um, they're looking as good as ever, in my opinion, especially in this playoff run, because we know the Bucks. they're usually a very solid team. 
They haven't been able to get it done in the playoffs. I think this could be the year. Um, Giannis has been playing very well. Um, their role players have been playing very well. Dante was out for a game, and I always talk about Pat, uh, but Pat Connaughton, actually playoff Pat, is a different breed. Um, they finally have that real second guy because we've been wondering for years if Chris Middleton is that guy or if he's not. I think that he can really get it done, but now they have Drew Holiday, um, who, as we've talked about before, can lock up your best guard. Well, Chris Middleton can lock up whoever else needs to be locked up on the wing. And then Giannis can guard your best uh, center or not center power forward center. Um, and then you got Lopez who's been playing very, very well in the first round. Hopefully we'll continue that throughout the playoff run. And then you have the role players who can come in um, and keep, keep the starters uh, like not fatigued, have a lot of energy on that team. You have a deep team. You have a lot of players that can come off the bench and give you buckets. I just think the Bucks are a complete team, and I think they have a real good shot of winning this. Um, but moving on, we have one more, uh, one more series to talk about. Uh, I was just gonna say that, really quick before we. I just want to say if I didn't hear anything about Dante, if he's stay, if he's still out, if he's gonna be out for the remainder of the playoffs, that was the only reason why I didn't really put the Bucks in. Because in my favorite, because I think like it's a weird, it's kind of weird to think about, but like Dante's actually became like a really good role player for them on a like a day on like a night in night out basis. And I feel like that just separates them and the Nets apart. Because like we saw with us, like healthy team, we're with the Nets. Like realistically, uh-huh. even even with the season we had this year, the games weren't that far of a difference. Just that we didn't have enough energy to last us the whole game because only like three people were actually getting the majority of the points on our team. Right. Um, yeah, no. So I don't know. Like the playoffs are a little bit weird this year. Yeah. Um, just because we're used to LeBron on a super team um, this year, he doesn't have that. Um, but we do have a super team in the nets. I just don't know if they can really get it done in year one. That's why I had the books pretty much. Yeah. Cause I, I really sense. like the way that the bucks play. Um, but yeah, last series, uh, Atlanta closed it out actually against the New York Knicks. That was a very fun four to one series, fun gentleman sweep. Trey Young, um, people are calling him a poor man, Steph. I wouldn't even call him it, I just call him Trey Young, uh, because he played very, very well. Um, I, yeah, I never thought that Trey, I didn't think Trey Young could lead a team past the first round with him being the best player on the team. Um, he Proved me wrong. Um, a very, very good series, even though it was four to one, as I already said. Um, so yeah, I mean, the Hawks will be playing the Sixers, and that'll actually give the Sixers a few problems, I think. Yeah, I think, I think Atlanta's um, a legit team. I think they're also a piece away from becoming really dangerous for sure, like a piece well, of the like half. A, I think they're like a real yeah, player, I was about to and say like a, a big piece, a big piece, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say that um, I wasn't like huge Trey Young guy actually when he came out. I, I wasn't like, I didn't think uh-huh. it was going to, like, him, I knew he was going to be good. That he would be like, but I didn't know he was going to be like this. Right. Like, I didn't know that he was going to be averaging like 30 points a game in the first round to get his team past a tough Knicks team. Like, I thought yeah. he was just going to come out here. He's going to be that point guard that dribbles around, shoots threes, looks cool. Um, but kind of like a, who can I? 
who can I compare? Because I feel like we thought of him in the same way. Who could we compare to what we thought he was going to be? Um, I'm trying to think because I feel like there's definitely someone out there that's like, they were such a good point guard, a shooter, someone that can pass, someone that's got a little spice in them. But we didn't really like or that this guy's career, like he couldn't be the best player on like a winning team. I mean, like, could be like Mike Bibby. That's actually, yeah, that's a good one. He kind of, yeah, he's kind of like a, or even, or even like, I mean, Jay Will was really, really, really good, but it's a similar type of style. Right. Yeah. No, Jay Will wasn't like amazing, but he was like, he had flares and he like could, he could obviously shoot. He could move very well. But yeah, no, I do like the Mike Bibby one. Um, uh, that's why I felt like maybe he was like low be key, like, like a, like a no. I was about to say Darren Williams, but I don't know. Maybe maybe like a Darren Williams a little bit. That that was another wise. one. Because I mean, a very good player once again, but like not. He's, he's playing like almost like an AI right now. Like that's kind of that, like yeah, a, that's what I was he's playing to say. like Trae Young like is an AI like with an more AI. of like a with more of a of a better pull up game. In a sense, because like AI could do that, but like Trey just like stop and pops very easily off the dribble, and it's right. like I feel, it's I feel really like unguardable. Where so the the only difference, really, in my opinion, because that was a great comparison, um, is where Trey Young pulls up from three, is where AI attacks the basket to get energy, because yeah. they they. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. It's uh, that was like so such a perfect example because they both bring that whole energy to their team, and Trey Young does it by making a quick move and hitting a three pointer from the logo, throwing up a sign and kind of getting the boys hyped. Where AI would go attack the best center in the league and get a tough lay on him and then bring the energy. They do the same thing. It's just AI would try to attack the basket more. Where Trey Young is going to pull up from three on your best wing defender. Yeah, so yeah that, that was that was a good comparison. He is having an AI esque run right now. Yeah, and and that also brings in like the same kind of uh, presence that Trey Young has, similar with uh, Steph, where like they kind of yep. they don't they, they play very similar in terms of like their style. Like they have a similar style. They yeah, just no, don't they, really do. Do, they don't do the same things. Like, and and they also not, don't have the same team around. Because yeah, I mean, if Steph was doing this. With, like, what we're used to Steph having, I'm not saying that Steph is, like, a super team guy. Obviously, he's been a part of one with KD. But, I mean, Steph got drafted to that team. He's always had Clay as a second man. He's had Draymond. 
where whereas Trey Young hasn't really had that. So if Trey Young was balling like this and he had those two pieces, like we just said, then he'd be then we'd be comparison. Oh wow, then we'd be comparing him to Steph Curry and not Allen yeah. Iverson. And I'm yeah. not saying I wouldn't say the Allen Iverson run where he lost to Kobe in the finals. I'd say like the Allen Iverson runs where he fell short is yeah. what I'm trying to compare him to. And and I was gonna say like because we compared him off of his effectiveness off like dribble drive and how yep. Trey Young is more of like a dribble pull up kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I think Trey Young still has that dribble drive presence. It's just yeah. it's just because he know the team that he's around that he's around. They need a quick basket most of the time. Like AI's dribble drive, it's soaking 10 seconds. Yeah. Trey Young's pull up from his dribble is like three to five, right. which is yeah. a big difference, especially if you have like a minute left to go in the game and you're down like seven, a quick pull up three. Now you're in a good spot. You're down yeah, four. Man, right? four. Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah. Um, I do like the Hawks if they can make a few moves. Um, also, that actually led me to think because. We were talking about the Celtics yesterday and about their coaching situation. And what I was thinking is, you know how the Hawks fired their coach halfway through the season. I uh, remember mm-hmm. we talked about on that on the pod. Their interim head coach is still an interim, and they haven't fully decided if they're going to bring him back. I'm guessing they're going to bring him back just because of, I mean, you won in the first round. You haven't done that since you've had Al Horford, Paul Millsap, Jeff Teague, Corver, Damari Carroll. Um, if they don't bring him back, bro, that's the number one head coach. Yeah, that is it has to be. And that's someone that we should jump on. Um, let me look up his name because I feel because like I should know we're his not, name. We're not in a similar spot as them, but if he can do that with He's that. A, Nate, it, Nate, it's, it's Nate McMillan. Oh, yeah. He's a very, very good coach. And I haven't even thought about him. Um, if he doesn't get extended, which he should because – I feel like he has a very good presence in that locker room. Excuse me. And I feel like um, the players love him. I feel like he'd be a great guy um, for the uh, Celtics. I mean, if if yeah, the Hawks he, he end up finding good. another candidate, another fit, which I think is very unlikely, I'm very like certain that he will return to the Hawks. I'll be really um, surprised if, they if he if they don't like it, like honestly, like that would be such like a Hawks thing to do. Cause like they they have like a weird stretch of runs where they just like make like really like confusing decisions like to like the general public. Yeah, let me like let me just make like sure what, that like what they extended. do. Because they're such an under the radar kind of thing with like right with pl- with publicity, like like no one knew that they were having locker room issues with the coach until he got fired. Like that says a lot. Yeah, and they were still in a good position. Um, I can't really see anything um, of Nate McMillan getting a full-time role yet. Um, Hawks tabloid Pierce, the coach, uh, come to terms on three-year deal with a team option with fourth. Oh, that's for Lloyd Pierce, though. That was the old coach. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he's still technically an interim. So, who knows? Yeah, no, he, he hasn't signed anything. So after the season is when they decide. Um, but the way that I think about it is 
after the season, they don't have to decide. It's deciding on what we're going to offer him for a contract. He's going to get different offers. My guess is that he'll return. He'll want to return with the Hawks. He definitely likes what they have going there. But if they don't give him the money that he feels he deserves, it'd be a good pickup for the Seas. Um, another big pickup, which um, is also one that we haven't, unless you said it, I think you might have actually said it, um, but I thought about today was um, Juwan Howard. Did we? Did you say that? Yeah. Um, I didn't you... say that one, but I I heard about a possibility um, that he would plan on leaving Michigan, which is an interesting yeah. one. I would actually love to have him on the team because when we were going over, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, we were going over March Madness. We talked about Michigan. We kind of said like he's like, it's weird way he's actually a six man on that team. Exactly. Where like he he has the ability to kind of bring the best out of individuals that may not be having their best game, which is why they're successful. Exactly. Um, which that's exactly what we need because we have the guys. It's just when like Smart gets in the shooting slump, we need someone to tell him like keep shooting. Well, actually, no one needs to tell him to keep shooting. He does anyways. I think he already got that message. <laughs> but, like, right. that was just an example, like, if anyone is in a shooting slump. Right, like how Neesmith or, was or, say, if Pritchard gets into a little sophomore slump yeah. next year. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, my thoughts on Joan Howard, um, he, in my opinion, in my full opinion, I believe that Joan Howard would be the absolute perfect fit for this Boston Celtics team. The only issue is Juwan Howard's dream job for his whole life is to be the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. So it would, yeah, it would have to take an absolute miracle to pull that man away from Michigan in that basketball program. uh, Because that's, that's the program that took a shot on him. He wants to revive that program. I mean, it's already, it was already a pretty good program. He wants to bring them to a natty. Um, He hasn't done that yet, but I mean, if he wanted to coach pro ball, I mean, this is the perfect chance for him. I feel like he would literally be the absolute perfect fit because we talked about it earlier. I want, a younger guy with experience that already played in the NBA that has been proven that'll get respect, but will also be able to have a little bit of fun. Did the bees just score? Uh, Brad Marchand game winner. Let's go. Bees, bees are bees up winning the one. Yep. Bees are up two one in the series. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that's all I actually have to say. We can actually talk about that right now if you want, because yeah, well, that's all I got right. for the NBA. Let's just get yeah. right into the playoffs. So, um, Bruins are brought to you by Puck Culture. Right, yeah, can't forget. Brought to you by Puck Culture. Um, Bruins are up two to one. Game three was tonight, obviously, as we just said. Um, I believe they're playing game four, not tomorrow, so that would be Saturday night, and Saturday then they night. come back to come back to Boston Monday. Monday, yep. I know for a fact they come back Monday. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. So they they, they have to be playing. They have to be playing. Yeah. Um, so um, I think, in in all honesty, I really think that we're in a little bit of a struggle here with this series. The Islanders aren't playing good, and we're matching them, which is why I I want to say we could see a six or seven game series here. 
Like, don't be surprised if it goes six or seven, but like, also don't be surprised if we close mm-hmm. them out at five, just because yeah. the Islanders have, have been actually playing really, really bad. Like, like, like we've just been matching them. Like, I for some reason I couldn't really watch the game while we were recording, so I really have no idea what happened. I just got like notification about it. My friend told me that we were playing like shit. Mm-hmm. Like we were just like terrible passes, everything. It was just like shit show in overtime. And he said the Islanders weren't playing any better. So it was the same thing that happened in game one. Or game two, right. my bad. Game, game two. two, where like we had a bunch of shit passes, then almost scored like four times, and then the Islanders get on a one on one and just tuck one behind and, Tuka. It's, yeah, right. And um another issue. Uh, Tuka's been dealing with back back issues for years. He actually re-aggravated it uh, last series, and he re-aggravated it again on game two, um, which we didn't know about because we were there, so we weren't able to hear an announcer talk about it. Um, but Tuka actually, when Tuka wants it, he's going to battle, like, very, very hard. Um, so it's really just up to Tuka right now. Obviously, if – Tuka were to not play. Um, hopefully Halak would be in there, but Swayman has been the guy that has been dressing. Um, so like I'm not I'm not doubting Swayman. I just think Halak, a veteran, he was a starter for years as well. Someone that would be ready, a little bit more prepared for playoff hockey yeah. uh, in this situation compared to a rookie Swayman. Um, I just hope that Tuka can kind of battle through this one. Um, and we can get it done in five, and we can take a little bit of time off until our next series. Uh, but Bruins lead two one. I got bees in five. Uh, I also got bees in five. Bees. I just wanted to also just say um, Brandon Carlo has actually got injured tonight. He has a concussion. Um, my dad told me when I walked in from work, uh, he was like, "It was a legal hit." I had no idea like what happened. I guess it was a legal hit. He got mashed. He got sent off. Um, but that extra time, if we do take them and take it in five, would be actually very, very helpful. Very helpful. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, the Maple Leafs have once again blown a 3-1 lead. This time it was the, <laughs> the Montreal Canadiens. Um, Montreal is going to be playing the Winnipeg Jets in the next round. Um, did that start? To, I don't know if it started tonight, but the Maple Leafs have been doing it for years. Um, we've been a part of the three, one comeback. We've been a part of down, like, what was it? I think it was like six to three entering the third and we won an OT one time in game seven. Um, there's been a lot of times where the, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs have blown something or choked away a lead. They've blown like every and, series. I think like they've like, been down three to one. They're Owen. I think yeah. this marks them Owen eight in every three to one lead they've ever had. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, 
and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. That's insane. I mean, a, t- a team that went 36, 17, and – oh, wait, no, it's Tampa Bay. Um, a team – Well, they were probably one under or one over. Yeah, right, yeah. No, a team <laughs> – a team that – okay, wait, no. They... Wait, no, it's Tampa Bay again. <laughs> okay a team that went 35 14 and 7 um i mean like a team that they're good bro it, they took away a lead to a team that went 24 and 21 and 11 in the montreal Canadiens. um it's just like it's kind of it's kind of sad it, it really is like i mean like not a like I don't like the Leafs, so like I'm not even like sorry. Yeah, no, like I feel, I, but I but I feel bad for the fan base in a way. Like just like, gosh, like that's just like, like I was sad after we lost game two. I can't even imagine. Yeah, what I that know. feels like, like like like, like the funniest thing ever Every is literally. Year. Like literally, it was like, all right, guys, uh, up three one, and then I saw something saying, all right, guys, uh, let's hopefully we don't see Montreal in Game Seven, yeah, and it was literally yeah. like Game Seven, like the next night. Yeah, it was like ready to lose Game Seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> someone it, tweeted that out. It's like they were they're ready for it at this point. Yeah, like at this at, like at this point, if they're ever up three to one and they win, probably in seven, <laughs> that's literally going to be their Stanley Cup. Yeah, I know. Like that's but, like that's like a horrible curse. Like that's actually yeah, no, a bad a curse bad to have. Curse. Uh, and actually, speaking of Montreal, they won last night against Winnipeg. They are now up one zero in the series. They mm-hmm. won five to three. Um, but it's it's kind of interesting because I feel like Winnipeg's not really that good of a team either. I mean, they're, they're, they're like all right. They're, they're all right. Twenty three, but like I feel like they're not like really really that amazing i mean it's the three versus the four like how it is in the east but i feel like this three and the four like the uh bees isles is a lot different than the winnipeg jets playing the montreal canadiens um it's that's a i mean the canada division we thought was the toughest division because of those top two teams and those top two teams aren't here anymore (laughs) yeah um which is hilarious yeah, which is which is crazy. I also feel like uh, the Jets kind of got a little unlucky there with Montreal coming back because they were probably prepared to play the Leafs, and right. now they For had sure. so much time to rest. I feel like the Canadians are just in a they're in a groove right now. They're in a groove now. Like I feel like when you come back three to one, like basically sure. what I'm saying here is uh, these Canadians Stanley Cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, right. That's what I'm getting at. I like. I want to see it happen. That would be the coolest fucking thing ever. That would be pretty cool. I would like, uh, like, oh my gosh! Like, there'd be the one time ever, unless they keep these divisions. Yeah, which they might, but who knows? I mean, I think uh, they should. I think it's kind of nice, but that's a different conversation for yeah, di- a different, different day, different debate. Um, moving on, we have uh, our. Golden Knights, shout out Puck Culture, taking on the best team ever in the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Colorado's up 2-0 in the series. They played on Wednesday night. 
Um, Colorado took them into OT and won three to two. Um, before that, I want to say they played Monday night or Sunday night, Sunday night. It was Sunday night and they won seven to one in the blowout game. Everybody already knows about that. Um, I've got, I've got the avalanche winning the world cup, the world cup. Yep. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm on soccer. I'm on soccer. TikTok. I got, I got, um, I got the avalanche winning the Stanley cup. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate right now. Cause I said that, um, cause I, I don't know how they're nasty. Cup. Like they're, they're yeah, really, they're really nasty. Um, so that's what happens when you lose to the avalanche at Lake Tahoe. You just, you just, can't, you just can't beat them in the playoffs either. The Lake Tahoe slump is like you don't want to see the team you lose to or the team you beat in the playoffs if you did if you play them at Lake Tahoe because then that becomes a real problem. Like you also is is Nathan McMinnon God? He's so good. Yeah, he's so good. Is he God? Like he is insane. Like he's twenty five years old. Will he's twenty (laughs) five? They're they're nasty. They're actually so good. Yeah, that's like all. Like I, I don't see a way they they don't win unless the bees, and then I'm going to be super biased. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, why not? But like that's like that's pretty much what it is at right. the uh, at the end of the day. And then also uh, the Hurricanes are down two games. The Lightning, I believe they're playing tonight. If not, they already played. Uh they're going into OT right now as we speak. Wow. Yeah. And um, I know we always go off topic in uh, in the NHL section. Oh my God! Wow, I'm just uh, wow. Okay, I was literally just gonna say that the Portland Trailblazers just lost an OT to the Nuggets. The Nuggets move on. And oh, never mind. I just got pranked. But never mind. Uh, they were talking about uh, Damian Lillard possibly leaving. I saw that. Uh, someone just um, retweeted him saying hello Boston in 2012, and I thought he literally just tweeted it <laughs> as he left the state. That would have like, been, that that been, been, been like holy, like I actually would have been all, like so hyped. Like I don't even like I'm yeah, actually no, so mad that that was a break. Like I was actually like right. Very, I'm actually really sad about that. That just ruined my night. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, quick MOB section. Uh, we are getting absolutely – I don't even want to say the word that I would have said, but we are getting that by the Houston Astros. Um, I want to say they're cheating again. Um, the series actually just ended, and we won one game. No big deal. I said uh, um, first part. Yeah, but Pavetta Day, um, Pavetta took his first loss ever – this year he is now six and one but boy did martin perez pitch a gem um and he was so mad um well he was so mad it was the seventh inning he he had only pitched 80 pitches through seven and one third which is very very good and he wanted the complete game um cora got tossed in the sixth and (laughs) our man comes out bro to pull Martin Perez and Perez turns around and does not talk to him. He wanted to pitch oh all nine God. so bad. He was actually not only was he mad when he got pulled, he was so mad the rest of the game. Can't be doing that with the freaking pitching staff and bullpen we have. Like, let the man be. Let the like, let the I'd man pitch have, a I, complete. Let game. him learn. Let him learn. 
he loses the game in nine innings. It's time to time to hang up the cleats. That's at the end of the day. Well, if no, well, he was dealing. I know, that's but that, that's won. what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. He knows he's dealing, right? Well, like if he loses the game in nine, right? Then you gotta then then you start rethinking things. Like, okay, maybe I don't have it for that long, right? Which, like, let the man learn. We're we're a young team, and we're just trying to figure out the damn bullpen. Like, yeah. Let him just let him go. Like, especially like, of course, Cora got ejected. Like, it wasn't gonna take him out. Like, Cora and them are boys. So Martin Perez, um, I can give you a few stats here. Um, through seven and two thirds, um, gave up six hits, which I mean is a good amount of hits, but no runs. Um, he had one walk, and Martin Perez is known. I just want you guys to know this. You probably don't because he's our last pitcher. Martin Perez is not a strikeout pitcher. He's a uh, let Walker. let the fielders make the play. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> he's he's a, let the fielders make a play. Um, he only had four Ks, um, but I mean he was dealing. He he's a ground ball pitcher, and he was I mean on top of the world today. And he was so mad when, when whoever came out, I forget who it was because Cora got tossed, so it was some random dude that pulled him. Um, one of the coaches. He was so mad. Of course, mad. He got tossed, um, tossed against the Strohs in the last game. Like that, right? It's about to happen. We now, <laughs> we now have a uh, three-game slate against um, the New York Yankees. Um, and if we lose all three of these games, the Yankees will be above us in standings. So that'll be very dangerous. Let's go ahead and win all three. Yeah. So um, they're also on Fox Sports. They're on, on Fox uh, Saturday, and they're then they're on Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. Which Sunday. is what you love to see. What you love to see. There's gonna be some great baseball. Um, Red Sox are back. Yeah, Red Sox are back. But moving on, uh, final thing we got here tonight. Um, we got our NFL predictions. We have the NFC South and the AFC South. Uh, we just finished NFC East and AFC East. Um, I say, I say, we start things off with the Panthers. Yeah, let's do it. Not um, much to say. Actually, really not much to say. We have the same. We're we both five and twelve. Both five <laughs> and twelve. Um, I feel like that's just such a Panthers record for this year. I feel like. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like out of all of them, this might be the one that we get right. I, I want to say I was gonna say I think that's like I was feeling really good. Like I saw you say five and twelve, like because you did yours before I, I did finished mine, all yeah. mine, and I was like, hmm, let's see what he means five and twelve. I'm just gonna forget you said that and go into mine, and I'm like count on my fingers, and then I scroll down to the bottom, I look over to my hand, I'm like, oh, five and twelve, 12. Right. yeah. Um, moving um, on though, <laughs> we've got the New Orleans Saints. Um, me and Will actually have one game off. But we have them having their first losing season in a while uh, with Drew Brees gone. I have them going eight and nine um, just because I don't know why. I just believe that they will win eight games. Um, I feel like they'll get something done. They have a good defense. They have offensive weapons. They have Alvin Kamara. Taysom Hill is just going to be running wildcat all year. Why not? Yeah, um, I'm only we're only one game difference. Um, I just think like they're like because of their cap issue too like right. a lot of their players i think they still do they still have to do damage still oh the oh Saints. yeah they, no oh yeah dude they're still so negative 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like that. Like, honestly, I feel like both of us is being like hopeful. Like, I was looking at their schedules. Like, if they have to get rid of like a lot of their players, like, they win like two games. Like, yeah, I know. Like, like not even like as a joke. Like, they might actually win two games, and it would be against the Panthers. Yeah. Um. Or actually, probably not. It'd probably be the Falcons. The Falcons would probably find a way. It to, might be the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But so actually, perfect. But. Uh, well, it would have been perfect, but I have one thing to say about Cap. As, like, a huge sports fan and a big fan of talking about sports, one thing that I've never even, like, learned about, really, is Cap. Um, because I really just don't care about Cap. Yeah. Um, But what I recently, like, realize and i might sound really dumb a lot of you sports nerds that listen to this are going to be like wow you have a podcast and you don't know about this i Um, honestly like if before you finish that like i apologize but like i'm in the same boat i don't actually understand how the cap works i just know it fluctuates year to year yeah so exactly that's why i was confused why it fluctuates year to year but then i figured out each team is given the same amount like around the same amount that they can spend and that's why they're negatives. It's not about how much money they have. The league only lets them spend a certain amount yeah. of it. <laughs> I, 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 I knew, I knew like half of that. I didn't understand the dish, like the distribution of like the funds for each team. I thought it was based off of like the team's revenue. Right. With and the like, league. Like I thought like, okay, what are the Saints? Saints not pulling in fans. Like I get it. Like you guys are low because yeah. there was no fans this year and all that kind of stuff for, well, for the majority of the year. And like, I thought like merchandise to sales will go down. Like no one's like, I feel like I like we're not the only ones here, but like I rarely go online and be like, okay, I think I'm going to buy a Jersey for like my team. Yeah. Like, like just in general, like I never, like I bought a, uh socks jersey but i never like hmm, i might go on fanatics right now and buy like i have a hunter henry jersey like i I never think about that but like if i go to gillette and i'd be like hmm, maybe i'll get a hunter henry jersey like that kind of thing right yeah no like i have like one jersey like i have a bees i have a socks i have a celtics and i have like a few seahawks and a patriots one just for like the stadiums that i go to to rep but like I don't, I'm I'm not gonna on a random Wednesday just be like, wow, I want another jersey of the same thing that I already have. Yeah, that, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like I I don't want like the same color patch jersey. Like if they came out with right. like a, a dope third color, like I'd a be red like, one, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I like, think about it. I mean, Will can see behind me right now. Like I have a Vikings, a few Packers jerseys. Not I like I don't even like the Packers in general. I've got. A, a Reggie Bush jersey, Wes Welker, Larry Fitzgerald, Peyton Manning. Like, I when you buy jerseys and you're like a real jersey guy, like, you don't buy your team's jerseys like all the no. time. Like, you don't have, I don't have 17 navy blue Seattle Seahawks jerseys, you know? Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, because that, like, that's like, in my opinion, I think, like, I mean, yeah, it's cool, but like, it's kind of a waste unless you get them all signed. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't actually because like I'm like okay, I'm like okay, go to Seahawks game today. Who do I want yeah, to wear? Which like, and I have like which one of my seventeen options. players am I gonna wear? Yeah, yeah. Which... Um, all right. Anyway, speaking of a jersey, I'd never buy. Um, <laughs> the uh, Atlanta Falcons 
Um, I actually have a shirt, but I don't have a jersey because I went to Atlanta. Um, not much to say here. We have them at seven and ten. They suck. Yeah, uh, that's like being nice. If I'm gonna be that honest. is being very nice. Um, and then once again, not much to say here. Uh, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thirteen and four from both of us. Yeah. Um, I I saw you put thirteen and four, and then I looked. And I and I actually had twelve, and I miscounted a game, and then I saw I was like, and yeah, and then I counted the preseason game by accident. So I was like, oh, <laughs> they're, I was like, they're gonna lose that game, and then I saw like the last week, I was like, oh shit, they're playing. I think the Falcons the last week. And I was like, okay, they're gonna sweep them this year. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that yeah. is our uh, NFC South. Moving on to the AFC South. Um, if you don't know who is in the AFC South, then why are you listening to a sports podcast? Um, but anyways, we got the Jaguars, the Titans, the Colts, and the Texans. Um, starting off with we're the Jags, all, Will. I, I actually want to pretty close again. Well, like I these, actually, these are the closest ones I think we've had. Right. Yeah, I want I want to give a run through of my thought process throughout this Jaguars journey. Um, so they start off at Houston. I call that rookie week one, first pick. That's an auto dub. Okay. Yep. That's what second, I had to. Second week, Broncos, revenge game, Tim Tebow, dub. <laughs> yep. They lose to the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. They lose to the Bengals. They lose to the Titans. Mm-hmm. They lose to the Dolphins. Yep. Bye. They lose to the Seahawks. Yep. <laughs> they lose to the Bills. Nice. They beat the Colts. Be just because they haven't won in forever. Oh wait, wait, wait. I actually missed it. I missed it. Uh before the bye, they beat the Dolphins. And you may be asking why. Because it's in London. That's oh, the yeah. home field. That that's a home field. That's I missed home that. field advantage. They missed that. I, have I, I, ca- I counted that one too. <laughs> I have them beating the Colts. So what are we at now? Four? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so hear me out. They lose to the Niners. Lose to the Falcons. It's going to happen. Lose to the Rams. Lose to the Titans. They sweep the Texans. Yep. Lose to the Jets. Lose to the Pats. Lose to the Colts. Um, well, uh, you can see, I like that one. As you can see, I will one, I have them at five and 12. So just one yes. game under, um, you can see because the Texans are last, you can see what my record is for them. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, oh, wait, so they're de- definitely, uh, sweeping the Texans. I have that for sure. London is mm-hmm. a home game. London's um, a home game. so that's three out of the, out of the five. Out of the five you only need two more dubs. Yeah, and they'll 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 be like two trap games, and then their Thursday night game they'll probably win that one too because they usually like do some weird shit on Thursday and they yeah they wear like their poopy yellow yeah like they'll be yeah they'll just look ugly and win so um, for sure next yeah um I have <laughs> the division winners yep Tennessee Titans at twelve and five um I kind of put their ceiling that's what I did I got eleven and six I just have like a ballpark. I usually like to yeah. put in the middle of what I think yeah. their uh, ceiling and their floor is. And the ceiling is yeah. the roof. Yeah. Most of, like, all my predictions, if you guys have been following along, 
they're either the ceiling or in between. And yeah. then I'll never go rock bottom unless like they're really bad. No, unless they're terrible. Yeah. Which, yeah. Like that. Some cases, like we have teams that are terrible and I have in the middle. Like I'm, and I'm being like generous. The like the Saints was ah. like being like I was being generous, if I'm going to be honest. Like you're, you're being like a that's, real man, real like, nice man. Um yeah, I have them going twelve and five. Um honestly really I got them at eleven say, and six. They're gonna they're gonna sweep the Jags and the Texans and they'll split the Colts. Okay. Sure. Uh this is actually I think might be the biggest um difference that we have moving on to the Indianapolis Colts. Um I have them going seven and ten. Um I don't know why. If I'm being honest, I was I just, really confused about that a, because God, I've just got a gut feeling. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be. That's that's definitely their like floor. It's like yeah. probably the worst they can go. But I didn't, I didn't want to be boring. So I was like, if any team I think is gonna fold this year, it might be the Colts. Which is respect. That's respectable. I, I I agree. I was a little confused at seven and ten, but now you made make that made sense like that. You put that as like their floor. Um, honestly, mine's kind of a ballpark middle to high at 10 and seven um i just think their defense and o-line is like a huge like right like factor and the reason why they win like they're gonna pull out a lot of games just because of their o-line defense um they also have um it's been a while since we've been talking like football names uh we're looking for gonna have to look this up this one's like a bad one like this is kind of oh yeah jonathan taylor there you go. I, was, I would have told you it. Um, he's just like, I mean, sophomore slump possible, but I yeah. don't see it happening. Just the way he runs, it, like you can tell that he's probably not going to, like that's not going to happen. Yeah, sophomore slumps like don't happen as often in the NFL. Yeah. It's more of an NBA thing. And there's no such thing as a sophomore in the MLB because they're already like 35 years old when they come up. Yeah, your sophomore year is like your third year and you're like supposed prime. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, to finish things off, uh, we've got the Houston Texans. Who even knows what's going on over there? I've got them at four and 13. Uh, I got about three and 14, and I'm going to say that's ballpark low. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'd say like they could actually floor is two. Like, I'd say floor is two next year. I think they'll have the first pick as well. But I think for me, floor is two, ceiling is five. Yeah. So I we, think five we both had just the two middle. Five is definitely generous. Yeah. Um, I think we were a little bit nice with the Texans. I, I mean, well, we know for a fact Watson's not playing anyways, like regardless yeah, like no matter what, what happens, no matter what, like he'll just won't play. So trade or no trade. Um, yeah, I don't really – I think that's going to be it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't got so, anything else unless you got anything. Uh, I don't have anything. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to do it. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to follow our social medias at Inside the Five Pod. Um, have a good week. Um, and we are going to be posting uh, once a week throughout the summer until football season. Just so instead of two, like, 40 to 45-minute videos that don't have all the action packed, um, we're going to have one that's an hour and 15 or an hour and 30, maybe even sometimes longer, maybe a little bit shorter, just to have more – energy and to have more like things in the episode 
Um, say so quality too. I want to well, say it for sure because like I mean, this week was kind of tough. I mean, it was a little. It was a rare occasion where also Zoom kind of like played a huge kinda, factor. Yeah. Like it kind of just like messed everything up. I don't know what happened. Like you guys will hear it all bunched up a little bit, but we're sure. trying to make it sound as best as we can. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the one once a week thing. Especially the playoffs are kind of weird. We're kind of only covering half the games, and then when the episode comes out the other half of it happens and then we, we recycle the other half on the other day too right so yeah no next week uh we're, we're not set on a schedule yet but for next week of episode when that comes out i feel like we'll definitely have a day that we want to come out i'd say either middle of the week or end of the week yeah, um, i was gonna say the same definitely not the beginning of the week so don't expect anything in the beginning of the week Uh, But hope you guys enjoy it as always. We will see you then and peace. Peace. Spanish bitch from uptown, I put a bus down. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, then I keep down my that to my Spanish loca. In the kitchen, whipping that dope up, you can smell a odor. Pug on pitch we gon' hit it like we Sammy Sosa. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.